like to drop my Mercedes. I like to impress the ladies. I, I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, he refers to all ladies as chicks. <laughs> so <laughs> let's uh, let's try that one over again. <laughs> I love to impress the chicks. I'm D.D. Ramon, and I got a dick. The end, everybody. That's all <laughs> we I have. Were, I knew you were going in that direction. That was, I mean, what else What else are you going to do? <laughs> there we are. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> you got to make it big. Got to take your shot. <laughs> Here we are now on Make It Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, hot freestyle. Hot freestyle coming at you live yeah. from uh, the Make It Stop remote studio uh here at uh somerville media center in my in my office in the back room where uh where we belong in the lab in the lab in the lab we're cooking up we're cooking up something new for you grinding out here grinding um (laughs) it's another week of the show uh make it stop that Mm -hmm. we host uh i'm one of the hosts i'm heather mack i'm mike dunn and uh yeah we do this thing where we uh listen to the worst uh, albums of all time, and we review them song by song. So Y'all know this. You Y'all don't know, have to. You know what we forgot I to was say, try- Yeah, well, I was trying to do a roundabout way of us <laughs> of us doing the tagline, well, which I'm is... I'm calling you out for being <laughs> too slow on the draw. Uh, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> One step at a time. All right. Uh, bad music. Good times. There you go. That's our tagline. There we go. Um, so we are here today with a very, very, very special friend of ours. Uh... You know her from the band WIMP. All caps lock, so you have to say it like that. WIMP! WIMP! Uh, and also, uh, she's going to be in my AFI cover band with me. Um, so. Still need to get the jazz bass for that. <laughs> are, are you calling your AFI cover band Murderous Filigree? <laughs> oh my God. Stop it. No, that's my new burlesque no, name. No, we mur- need to call it Rolling Balls. I th- yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I was yeah. I mean, I was thinking gay fi, but I mean, that's maybe that's too obvious. So, I forgot to actually introduce her. Her name is Haley uh, J. Valencia. She's I'm here. Haley. She's Haley. She's Haley. Now you know who I am. <laughs> now that we know, let's say it again. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I'm giving too much of a of a cadence there. We need to. We need to slow it down, and we need just an arthritic, uh, just staccato, uh, th- with so several too many syllables, and that's that would replicate uh, a good fifty percent of the songs her, on the album that we're going to be reviewing today. Her name is Haley. I have to take a pee. <laughs> Yeah, and they just kept it in. That was that's how I feel about so many of the lines on this album. It was just kind of like, okay, we here we here we are, and I'm saying a thing, and I just keep going. I guess that's the take. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot like, of them don't rhyme. So wait, we have we said what we're doing? Okay, no, we haven't. <laughs> and honestly, it could be a lot of bad things. Uh, we've listened to a lot of bad music um, on this show, uh, and uh, <laughs> hey. This one's no different. We're not throwing any curveballs <laughs> to you. Um, this we, was uh, actually Haley. It was your fucking idea, <laughs> God damn it, to do this <laughs> album. So why don't you introduce it? You tell us what we're we're, we're going to be uh, ex- experiencing. We are going to do a deep dive exploration of the failed hip hop career of Dee Dee Ramon, Dee Dee King's standing in the spotlight. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's correct. The, the one and only. <laughs> D.D. King album. (laughs) 
Yep, that's it. Came and went. He was like, well, I got this great idea. It was one too many. Like, as, fleeting, as fleeting as a heroin Ooh, uh, sobriety. Yeah. As, as, fleeting More, as, as yeah. fleeting as any of his forays into sobriety. Oh. Yeah, the jury is out the door on whether or not if he was sober enough when he made the decision, hey, let's make a rap album. I mean, uh, so I guess I've never struggled with a serious harrowing addiction to like a, you know, opiate or anything like that. So I really can't comment. But like, is this, would this be like, if you're like newly sober and like, you know what? Everything's a great idea. You know what I mean? Like, do you, do you get that? Like, do you get high on life or something? Or was it just that everybody was like way too afraid to like, you know, like say, sorry, dude, like this really isn't working out. It's like, at least you got a positive outlet, DD <laughs> King, I, um, I suppose. I read a couple articles about it and it seems like the deal was like, you know, uh, things were kind of falling apart with the Ramones. And yeah. Dee Dee can't sing. <laughs> well, um, it's amazing how far he, he went in his career without ever developing a glottal stop, which is like the ability to make sounds in the back of your throat. <laughs> it's a little little linguistics term yeah, for nice. you. Just wow, dropping dropping took, in that. Uh, someone took that class. I did. <laughs> uh, no, it's what separates us from babies and like primates is like that glottal stop where you can actually like make a sound. So he's he can't basically an infant. <laughs> yep. Um, but no, he can't, he can't sing, and he had gotten really into rap. He had started coming to Ramon shows in full rap regalia, which Joey hated. <laughs> like he would come. Oh you my know. god! And this was when full rap regalia meant like, um, you know, a giant chain like a, and the fucking Kangol like hat and no, stuff. No, not the Kangol hat. Like the like the um, the hats they're all wearing on the cover of the album. Like the the Run DMC yeah. fedoras. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the album art of this. He looks like me looking in the mirror when I'm having a good day. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like the look back, like to the, with the blunt in his mouth. He's like, "What's uh <laughs> to myself?" Yeah, uh, I mean, this was definitely this was his album being like, "All right, I need I need something to do. Yeah, I'm out of rehab. Busy. Yeah, I can't do you know crochet." So he decided, "I'm gonna reinvent myself as a rap artist, like in the most half-assed." totally lazy phoned in way possible this maybe just like crochet or something dude maybe do some like fucking collage work you don't have to be a rapper to keep your keep your hands busy all I, know, all I know the story is the reason why he got into it is because he went to the hospital and then someone there he was checking in his actual name is dougie so someone was like oh dougie like dougie fresh <laughs> then Dee Dee was just that's it. that's it that's it and he was like that's the story who is Dougie Fresh he's a rapper what's rap <laughs> and then someone explained <laughs> rap to him in the hospital and then he left Wait, the hospital what? thinking he could yeah. be a rapper oh my god so, so he, he had a religious about, experience he learned about what rap is in the throes of detox <laughs> and this is what came from that oh no well friends friends and country people out there it gets it's just as bad as what we have just described <laughs> as as what you would imagine it would be. Um, it is mercifully at least uh, only ten tracks and about uh, thirty minutes long. Even I mean that's kind of the Ramones' mo was like wham bam, kind of bang out a song in like less than two minutes. Um, unfortunately, this album has several songs that go on way over two minutes. <laughs> a couple. A couple. It's and it's too much. Um, yeah, so Dee Dee created this persona of Dee Dee King, didn't even really think much beyond 
Like, I'm MC DD. No, DD King. <laughs> um, he had recorded, as you said, the Funky Man as DD King in 1987. And and Haley, you were saying that was your favorite. That's my favorite DD King track, and it's not <laughs> even on this album. What? So it's all the the worst parts. <laughs> great, great. It's nice. Um, music critic Matt Carlson. I mean, who is this guy? I don't know. But it's he, Matt Carlson. What do you mean? Oh, my boy. No, um, Matt Carlson is. wrote that the album quote will go down in the annals. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> the banals of history. The banals of <laughs> the annals. How do I pronounce it? Annals. Annals of pop culture as one of the worst recordings of all time. Now, there's a lot of show, uh, albums on this show that, you know, have that moniker. We were just saying that the one of the last ones we reviewed, the um, Kid Cudi Speed and Bullet to Heaven, is one of the lowest rated, rated albums um, on our list. Right. It's the lowest of all, like, because we give our scores at the end of the show, and I did the math on all the episodes. Uh, Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. And we gave... This Speed and Bullet to Heaven, the lowest score of any of the albums we've done, other than Broken Side. Oh. Which is like beyond the um And the compared scale. to the public perception of it, was it also similarly derided by like in the rate your music score? I thought yes. that's what you're referring to. Oh, it's okay. in the bottom like thirty. Does of this rate album music. make it up there? Because I, I didn't even know about this, to be honest. I'm pretty sure that like Dee Dee and like everybody else involved with this, which includes Debbie Harry of Blondie. Um, that they kind of didn't want anybody to know about it and, and promptly uh, distance themselves from it. But how did you find out about this album, Haley? Like, what what is your story? Oh, my God. I was drinking with one of my friends, Evan, from Hospital Beds. And oh, I know Evan. Yeah, yeah. He's a good dude. I was working with him at the time, and we were talking about the Ramones, and he was like, hey, I have something hilarious to show you. And he just put it on. <laughs> And I was totally <laughs> mind blown. At the time, I was working at this coffee shop, and um, I just, because I hated everyone there, except I loved everyone there, but I hated the people running it, mm, just to course. piss all those people off. They let us pick the music, so I put on that album once. Yes. And I just, I just, it warms my heart to think that somebody somewhere is doing that with Wimp in a coffee shop <laughs> right now. <laughs> and like the drummer of Wimp was working there too, so we were like both like blasting it. And then um, a couple of my friends who were there, like, Ramones is one of like their favorite bands. Like Ramones, Beatles are like their two favorites. They heard that album and they like loved it. <laughs> like not even like because it wow. was terrible. They just legitimately loved it and started playing it at the coffee shop all wow. the time. Just so, imagine seven AM, you're trying to get a latte, <laughs> mashed potato time is on. <laughs> I mean Honestly, all times are mashed potato time, so <laughs> it, it would be accurate at all times of day. I'd be gr I'd be thrilled at seven thirty. You know what? It is mashed potato time. We don't even serve now that mashed you potatoes. <laughs> so, what else do we need to say about this album? Let's 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 think about this. Um, yeah, we already mentioned that Dee Dee he sang poorly, um, but also wrote the songs. He had a good um, ear for for melodies and hooks. Yeah, for he sure. wrote Rockaway Beach. He wrote Chinese Rock. Yeah. Um, other songs with rock in the title. Yeah. Uh, rock <laughs> they're and roll, either about rock and the roll beach or they're about heroin. Yeah, well, so that was the thing, is he had been kind of uh, 
ebbing and flowing, so to speak, on his uh, sobriety and trying to uh, figure out what to do with his life after getting out of rehab um, and decided that this was the move to make. Time to rap about mashed potatoes with Debbie Harry. Uh, so he's, I think he's referring to doing the mashed potato, which was a popular yeah. move in the Well, 50s. we'll discuss it when we get into that song, which is the first it's song. the first song. This, but the whole thing, like, it's, it's weird that he chose to mash up his stilted conception of rap with 50s doo-wop and, like, rock and roll music. Yeah, like surf rock, rock and, yeah. yeah. And I feel like all the hip-hop kids who are like, this was... But you know, intended to be marketed to, Ooh. just went all over their heads. Yeah. They're like, "What is the mashed potato?" Yeah. Like we're talking no, about no, the food. Not, over their heads implies that this is some sort of highbrow fucking like, <laughs> humor. No, no, I don't no. There's like, any references so under their cash. heads. Yeah, this is yeah. That's on. It, yeah, absolutely. It, exactly. Um, it's like a kiddie pool when you're trying to go surfing. <laughs> <laughs> surfing, surfing, surfing. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of it. It is definitely an album in in need of it's it's an it's an identity crisis of an album yes. for a lot of reasons. Um, and you'll hear it. Now, the, not the least of which being the fact that there's like 17 uh, different poorly imitated genres represented on this uh, on this album. But um, should we should we get into it? Is there anything else contextually that we need to know? About uh, Didi Ramon, nineteen eighty-seven, eighty-nine, nineteen eighty-nine, <laughs> standing in the spotlight. So let's get on into it. I yeah, guess. Let's. I think uh, it's mashed potato time. <laughs> oh, now that you <laughs> mention it, uh, it might be mashed potato time. Hold on one sec. The mashed potato is in the groove. It's gonna make your body move, make you snap, crackle and pop. I'm the master of hip hop. Mashed potato. Monster mash. It's the greatest. It's the graveyard it's smash. Working in the lab <laughs> late one night. <laughs> that song is just the monster man. It is the monster. It mash. is a straight up monster man. I'm pretty sure that's his favorite rapper. Yeah, it's the song that made, that <laughs> made me Franken- realize that Frankenstein <laughs> from. <the laughs> <laughs> That song made me realize the Monster Mash was a rap song. Yeah. <laughs> wait, this whole time? Yeah. Just wait, needed some 808 cowbells Wait, on it. did anybody know that Dee Dee Ramone of the Ramones fame was the master of hip hop? It sounds like he's like the master of hip replacement. <laughs> 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 like too much surfing. I don't know. I think also like, yeah, the, the 50s vibe and then the surfy components and then this like terrible like Sh- sugar hill gang you know oh, in person p- don't besmirch. i know i know it's it's terrible don't, i feel don't, I, don't run their name in the I, I, I know <laughs> I, I, I know i don't the same do sentences i Ramon, know please. then uh, it's all <laughs> combined into this sort of like timelessly terrible <laughs> composite <laughs> like i know that in the late 80s like rap was still a little bit in, a, in a, uh, it's you know what it was beyond its infancy but it hadn't like Eric B and Rakim had just come out with Paid in Full a couple years before this, and the rest of the rap community hadn't really caught up to that level of flow. But like they were beyond saying, "I'm the man on top. I can rap and hip 
hop. It's like write more words between those words, <laughs> right? Please. Right. You don't you know? need it's. It's definitely not important en- enough for all that enunciation, <laughs> as as much enunciation as he can, uh, as he can handle. It sounded. I wrote. This is a Lou Reed impersonator on a cruise ship. <laughs> 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 like <a> really drunk. <laughs> it's that. It's just that cadence. It's the it's the monster mash cadence which he, he does for every song. It's it's very Sesame Street by the numbers. I'm pretty sure he just talks like that. <laughs> he like walks up to the store is like, I would like two apples. And <laughs> just his daily <laughs> And then spins on his head and does like a, a whole like break dancing interlude. <laughs> I'll take five Arizona this iced teas. <laughs> Wait, this is... He was drinking five Arizona iced teas a day oh, at this time, apparently. Yeah. You know, that, was his, that was his new crutch. His coping mechanism. Uh, what was I going to say? Now I'm just sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he used to... T- I, yeah, this I, music does make me sad. Yeah, well, like, also, this is what's setting the tone. Like, this is what we're, this is what we're going into here. This, this is, like... Uh, that was the best song on the album, it gets worse from here and it is it is what chords <laughs> and uh and tempo and line delivery and oh, everything no. is just the monster mash this is the monster mash <sighs> uh, such a hot beat though but <laughs> such a hot beat it's true and in classic make it stop fashion there is a saxophone solo yeah that's true it would not be an episode of make it stop if there wasn't a sax solo you I knew mean, i wasn't gonna bring something to you if it didn't have <laughs> a saxophone solo <laughs> well, i wouldn't even mention it absolutely not <laughs> we wouldn't dream of it uh yeah i mean I we're not gonna we're not gonna play the saxophone it. solo for you because you've already heard it <laughs> it's every saxophone solo on a you heard one saxophone one. solo. You heard them all. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is dumb. Also, like, is isn't this one that Debbie Harry is doing backing vocals on? Yes, Ooh. she's going. He did that mash. This is like the. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! You know, uh, the things you do for the people you love. I guess. Um, this is sad. <laughs> Any any other deep insights about the monster? I mean, the mashed potato time. <laughs> I don't think Did there's he gonna this be any s- deep insights on this episode. Uh, no, I don't. That's true. Everything is very surface level. Straightforward. <laughs> the song is about rapping and doing the mashed potato and yeah. nothing else. And that's it. It's about that he's the master of rap. He can rap and hip hop. Hip hop. <laughs> that's it. Hip There's nothing. Hip <laughs> There's nothing to talk about. This is gonna be a short this, one. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's bad. We can say it's bad a bunch of times. Well, it is. So, all right. Let's move on. We got the next one yeah, we here. Might as well. uh, which is too much to drink. Do have a little drink. It might help you to think. It might make a new rap come into your head. Baby doll would know she's still in bed. Bailey's Irish cream. Maybe things aren't as bad as they seem. What's to fear? Just one little beer. A Heineken would be fun. And with that. Uh, <laughs> Heineken? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Bailey's Irish cream is what you're shouting yeah, out. That's, that's what you're going to go back to that's when so you weird. when you break edge. You're gonna oh, drink God. Some uh, um, the, the rap cadence on this sounds like a Wendy's instructional video from the 90s. Of like, we actually just watched that. On the other side. <laughs> we just watched that the other day, and those rhymes are actually tight. <laughs> No, they're. I mean, I've I guess that they're, one. That they're, one's hot. Yeah, yeah. It, that it's, one's sizzling. It is sizzling. <laughs> it is sizzling. It is sizzling. Yeah, like, and you just watch them like you're super stoned and just watch them like squeezing out those juices, like. Yeah, just smushing down smushing the, the four corners. I kind of love bad training videos. I love yes. I just scooped up a job at Guitar Center, so I'm watching a ton of those videos. Ooh, wait, they have some loss prevention. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of those. There's a lot of uh, Lionel Richie like as a character, <laughs> just <laughs> popping in. But my favorite was like the first what? like for Guitar wait, Center. Wait, I'm sorry. Go for ahead. Guitar Center. Yeah. Please go on and describe. Yeah, <laughs> that. I, I need, <laughs> I need some information about that. Um, I mean, there's the first first video they showed me it was like an episode of death Cl- uh metalocalypse <laughs> it's just it's a safety video this dude's just like trying to like climb up a ladder but fucks it up every time and then just like limbs fall apart <laughs> just like <laughs> just like face melt it was like the chemistry video alive. in like science class yeah it was like <laughs> yeah i was like waiting for face bones to come out and be like assassin again don't do that too much to drink <laughs> at work don't do that <laughs> <laughs> we're back <laughs> um yeah well we'd rather talk about that than pretty much uh anything else on this album especially this song i mean interestingly this is the first song that uh dd references baby doll which we're gonna get into yeah uh, a little bit later because that was his his wife i think a new wife at that point no they had been no together they had been for together for time, a little while okay soon to be ex-wife soon to be oh yeah that's right yeah so you can kind of hear the desperation and also like the you know increasing tension in their relationship yes. over the course of the album this is like okay baby doll drinks too much and ends up a mess and loves right isn't that what no that's a later song yeah no this one is a, a he's this no, one he's i think actually is like a uh it's like this the shining Wait, I think oh, it's okay, okay, wait yeah, a second. Yeah, it's the devil. He's, he's, he was working what? in the lab w- late one night. <laughs> trying the to dev- come up with raps. The devil comes yeah. into his head and tells him to drink, and the devil's like, baby doll won't know. She's asleep. Wait. And then he starts drinking Bailey's I- Irish cream and Heineken, <laughs> which would be <laughs> Heine-con. fun. Heineken. <laughs> and uh, gets drunk, you know, breaks breaks his sobriety. That's the whole song, but... That is sort of th- oh, that's how yeah. it goes in the in the shining, you know, it's the vo- the voices in his head, the ghosts <laughs> of the of the hotel. Right. You yeah, know? he does say that. Yeah. yeah. You also just ruined the shining for me. Every time <laughs> I see the shining, I'm just gonna think of Dee Dee King. <laughs> All work and no play. Yeah, imagine if it was Dee Dee Ramon uh, All night with of no Jack rhymes Nicholson. or heroin. <laughs> oh my god. I thought you were gonna say like have like Dee Dee King do the soundtrack instead of Wendy Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> my no, just favorite trans electronic musician, shout out. Oh, <laughs> just have Dee Dee King break down the door. Here's Johnny. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's definitely. He's I'm not gonna hurt you, Wendy. <laughs> I'm just gonna bash your brains in. <laughs> All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. 
<laughs> yeah, what what the masterpiece that uh, Jack Torrance was working on was uh, no more whiskey, no more gin, because one ain't enough and neither is ten. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there is a line where he says. Uh, you know, as he oh, was yeah. getting drunk, I had a good time. Everything started to rhyme, and that's how he ends up with rhymes <laughs> like fun and Heineken. So that is actually the yeah, that's actually the problem is that because he was sober, <laughs> apparently he yeah, can the, only he, he can has- only rhyme when he's drinking chugging Bailey's Irish cream, which also <laughs> like only fourteen year old girls are like chugging Bailey's Irish cream. Trust me. <laughs> no, that, you're just ask, been there. <laughs> you're just asking for a milky puke. Ew. <laughs> Just a syrupy, like fucking coagulated ooze. Oh god! Bubbles coming out your nose. Well, that and then it's like churning up with the wine coolers. (laughs) 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 That Smirnoff ice. With a faint like. I just wanted to watch Degrassi. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm I'm really happy you mentioned Baby Doll though because um, she becomes a recurring theme. Yeah, yeah. She does. Almost like. It almost reads like a concept album to me. I mean, <laughs> not to give Dee Dee King the credit of having a concept. No, yes. But, you know, his first track is like, hey, <laughs> I rap now. This is what I do. <laughs> and then, like, the next song is like, I'm trying to rap, but it's a lot but harder hard. than I think. <laughs> now I'm going to get a drink. Baby Doll doesn't know. And then she keeps coming up. His, like, you know, coming to terms with being a rapper. <laughs> As like hard of a realization it is, he's exploring that throughout the rest of the album. <laughs> <laughs> really and grappling with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then like there's these little diversions into him being a wrestler and <laughs> him being a surfer, which we'll get to. Yeah, yeah, he's. It's, but it's true. There's nuance there. He's it's true. There's a lot of. It is the story of his uh, coming uh, into his own as a rapper. It's the story of him. Uh, coming to grips with being sober, and it's, I think, the story of the deterioration of his, of his relationship, relationship with Baby Doll. Yeah, which, <laughs> that seems like a perfect segue to our, our next song here, which is the aptly titled Baby, Baby Doll. Doll. <laughs> B- Baby Doll. <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> That was nice, wasn't it, guys? Yeah, that song is sweet. That was sweet. It's it's good when he doesn't rap. That could have been like a modern day like Weezer song, kind of. You know, that was kind of like a we we're on holiday and we're going over here and. But the fact that his best songs aren't really hip hop songs makes it even a worse hip hop album. Right, right. He has to throw these rock songs, or I guess in this case, like a. 50s love ballad sort of deal yeah. in like you know he could he couldn't even he didn't even have like the juice to write 10 rap songs no no there's yeah there's like kind of like like four or five like three and a half three and a half rap songs and then he's just like all right we're gonna do this i guess uh, 
I don't know. It's kind of sweet, I suppose. Again, the last gasps of his relationship with this woman who, let's not forget, he met when she was 16. So kind of problematic, to say the least. There is a lot of that going on in the New York punk scene in the 70s, I think. Unfortunately... Not as much as that scene yeah. is lionized. Uh, yeah, deeply unexcused. Richard Hell had a very young girlfriend, 15, That's I think. That's like so fucked up. Yeah. 15-year-olds are children. <laughs> yeah. Uh, reminder for everyone out there. Just just to make sure we're all on the same page. Anyway. Um, kill your idols. Kill your Dee's idols. He's already dead. Yeah. He's definitely did it himself. Um, so this song is four minutes and 45 seconds long also. It's fine though. This is this song is good. I think. What? I think this song is good. It, reminds, it gives me like. It two minutes me, like, too long. Jonathan Richman. You know like uh, mm. his later work. Post-Modern Lovers, when he was doing, like, I, Jonathan. Oh, my God. The Post-Modern Lovers would be a great name for oh a band. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's just great. Just figured it out. I just, all right. You're welcome for that Yeah, one. yeah. We're but all welcome. Roadrunner is an electric car now. <laughs> 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 I'm driving to the Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> the condo over there. Dun, 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 condo over there. <laughs> In Alton, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> um, Drunk college students crossing the street. Drunk college students crossing the street. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in love with Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many condos. <laughs> yeah. Burn the rich. Okay, so... So I did notice one line in this song that stuck out to me, and I wonder, like, w- as we're talking about this sort of being, <clears throat> this is this song maybe the prelude to the the the, the dissolution of the of the marriage. He says, <laughs> uh, "And now you're willing to give me a child on one condition: oh. I stop running wild." Uh oh. Did they ever have a child? Ooh. I don't think that they did. Gonna say no on that one. Well, it's and it's also like he has no subtlety, so everything he says is very direct. And if he's bringing that up, it's and it's like, definitely true, everything he yeah. says is definitely. I mean, aside from him being the master of rap, uh, that's debatable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that he believes it. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so he also he, he experienced this while in like a fever dream at the hospital, right? Like coming out of like an like coming out of rehab and was like this is rap. I'm a rap star now. <laughs> like imagine that. Like it's like when some people come out of cer- or, like have like some brain injury and then all of a sudden know another language. <laughs> but he just like thought he did, you know? <laughs> is that just decompartmentalization like <laughs> What is that the term for it when I, you just when your reality just comes apart um, after like a traumatic event? It could be called something else, but that's I think <laughs> what's going on with Didi. <laughs> yeah, uh. I often wonder listening to this album, like, did he actually ever listen to hip hop? No. Yeah, I, this he is just like secondhand. He was automatically great at it. it. It sounded like he just like listened to that one song, like, don't. Push me because yeah, yeah. I'm close to the edge. And it's almost like he's well, trying to like sprinkle that in. He should have listened harder. <laughs> he should listen harder. But it sounds like he's trying to sprinkle that in. Or does he just talk like that? 
It's right. possible. It possibly just talks like that. Right. Um, they all talked like that somehow, the Ramones. Like, yeah, they Joey all, like they all decided, okay, our last name, we're going to call ourselves the Ramones. Also, everyone has to talk like a child. <laughs> like a Muppet. Like a Muppet. <laughs> we're all in it together. And it, and it, I mean, hey, it's their, it's a signature. It's they did that, so I guess I don't know. <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> it worked out for a little while, but certainly not anymore. It is. It, it's crazy that he went from the Ramones to this. It yeah. is. A, it's a leap. Yeah, a leap off off a cliff and into an abyss. I feel like so many of those, like I'm gonna jump off from my main bands for a solo project, do a completely yeah. wild genre change. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the narcissism combined with like the mental illness just always kind of not. I mean, if you go back to like Kid Cudi, too, that was another example of like you should have gone to therapy, but instead you made this album and now we're <laughs> suffering through your neuroses. Yeah, everything <laughs> I've ever written. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Where's the lie? Yes. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, but but that's the thing. Like Our music. The, um, it's it's a little bit more interesting. <laughs> it's like a midlife crisis musically. Yeah, yeah. This, there's, yeah. you know, we've dealt with a lot of midlife crisis albums. I feel like, um, That's and we a didn't mood right there. We yeah. didn't do uh, "Scream" by Chris Cornell, but they did on that on Jukebox Zeros. Yes, shout that out episode. to Jukebox Zeros. And my God, like that's another that's another situation. Like somehow, someone who is arguably talented, yeah. right? Um, very influential in music. Who has, uh, you know, addiction problems and mental illness and, wow. yeah, Chris Cornell is Didi Ramon, is oh, wow. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> is, <laughs> the uh, Eddie Murphy album was kind of good. Yeah. The, the more I look back <laughs> on that episode, the more I feel like I should have given it like a... Like, <laughs> Gone outside the scale. Well, everything's like relative when we just keep scraping the bottom of the barrel and finding out that there's just still more sludge to go. <laughs> Where's that bottom? We haven't found it. Um, yeah, what else is there to say about Baby Doll? I think we, I think we've exhausted this one. So should we? I forgot continue. we were talking about. Are we? It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure we all did. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Baby What's Doll. What's the next chapter? Everything's fine. In this tome. Oh, it's um, poor little rich girl. Yeah, poor little rich girl. <laughs> Little rich girl. See, I I can't help but sing along to that one. That's, that's a good song. That's a good song. That song is punk. Yeah, yeah, and it has that you know promising like riff that kind of carries it through, and the that predictable Ramones cadence of da na 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 that sounds great when it's set to exactly three chords, but when it's how does he actually because he manages to keep on beat for all those other songs how is his rap cadence so off the mark well i think we've touched on it i don't think he knows what rap is oh yeah i almost think he's heard about what rap is in in rehab someone told him about it but did he ever (laughs) bother to listen to it after that or is this just his like what you do when you first like if you learn that rap is a thing like if someone was like it's like 
<laughs> describing an elephant to a blind person or something yeah. and then and like then they <laughs> paint it <laughs> probably someone was just like yeah it's like talk singing yeah, yeah right and but you talk about how great you are well <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. what a presumptuous yes exactly that's all you do and what a presumptuous thing to be like i must like i don't need to do any research i don't need to learn anything about this i don't need to participate in this culture meaningfully at all i can just mine the elements that are convenient to me uh you know and uh bada bing bada boom i'm a rep star uh little boy from brooklyn yeah it's pretty presumptuous honestly (laughs) just be like yeah i'll do a rap album i don't even need to know what rap is i'm pretty sure he like went to his label and was like hey i'm gonna put out a rap album before he even like yeah and they were all on coke they were like, too <laughs> yeah they were like yeah yeah jd ramon doing a rap album on my desk by 5 30 tomorrow <laughs> actually, they only they only the budget for this album was only twenty five thousand dollars too i which, thought you were gonna say twenty five dollars and i was gonna say well i read like the, uh, an interview with the guys who made it and they were like yeah i mean the, the budget was twenty five thousand dollars but that was like peanuts back then and like you know there was no every today. Yeah, they were today, you know, it's very they're very careful about how all the money is used, and it's it's very you know, um, but, you know, but back then they would the money would would just be blown on like frivolities and stuff, you know, like in, <laughs> in, in this era oh, of the word. record biz. Twenty five thousand. Wait, I'm sorry. Nineteen eighty nine was a like, year of frivolities. Is that how you pronounce? That? <laughs> <laughs> Are you making fun of my diction? <laughs> Frivolities. Frivolities. Look, just because you don't know how to pronounce banal, like <laughs> <laughs> you gotta come at me for using banal, banal, banal. Come on, let me All live. Right. That's how I talk. It's a bad little witch girl. All That's right. fascinating that it was like made with that you know amount of money because it's still considered to be like one of the worst investments in like yeah. Hip hop history. It didn't make the twenty five thousand back. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. I was at a record store like right after you asked me to do this, like a while back, and I found it on the shelf for fifty dollars. <laughs> and I think that was the funniest part about this whole entire album is that it's a collector's item now. Oh man. Listen. I mean, yeah, they've they've probably tried to scrub it from existence. Just much like you know everything else we've talked about <laughs> yeah, that's in the yeah. ditch with the ET games. Yeah, nobody, nobody's coming to defend that. Well, except for Hesta Prin from uh, Northern State. Yeah, Shout Hesta out Prin to Hesta might, Prin. Might co-sign this record. Yeah, Hesta Prin might think that this is great. Um, <laughs> Hesta Prin also a poor little rich girl. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Yeah, actually, who's the poor little rich girl in the song? Is this also is this about baby, baby doll? doll? I think so. I don't know. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about how she's like hard drinking and like. Yeah, well, you know, that was the it, in the other loose. song too. <laughs> yeah, yikes. Um, she uh, that I couldn't find the lyrics to this song. They're not. Oh, online. I found it. Oh, you found um, it. Again, yeah, the, the story goes on. Could, yeah, yeah, no right. one cares enough. No, definitely. <laughs> Both. Both. Uh, the story goes on. She couldn't get worse. This chick keeps a bottle in her purse. Oh, she's a poor little rich girl. Uh, you know, et cetera. What a waste to her society. Friends, the girl's a disgrace. She's devil may care. She's laissez-faire and out of control, miserable millionaire. So take some advice from D.D. King. Money can't buy you everything. There you go. Did I mean, he, hey, can't argue with that. Didi Ramon grew up fairly affluent too, though, didn't he? Well, he was he was an army brat. Yeah, he got moved around the world because um, his uh, 
dad was in the army. So, and I think that they had lived in Berlin. Actually, I know they lived in Berlin for some time. He mentions it in the song. He, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, which I think is the next one. But or no, no, we still have a few more. <laughs> he mentions in another song that he's the baddest rapper in Whitestone, Queens. He oh, is the yeah. baddest rapper, as in. Terrible. <laughs> he is a bad he's definitely the only rapper, rapper in Whitestone Queens. <laughs> it's a it's a you know uh, upper middle class neighborhood with a zero point eight percent African American population. Ooh. I don't think he has any competition. <laughs> and oh, I don't know if he has any right to be like, it. you know Queens as a whole talking though. shit on a poor little rich girl. You know, I mean like yeah. he's a poor little rich Dee Dee. Yeah. Um, uh, I like this song though. It is. It's pretty it, good. That's the last. The last. That song and the previous song are the two bright points on this album. I think. Yeah. And it's, it's all, all downhill. downhill from here. <laughs> it does not get better. It in fact gets far worse. Uh, so let's let's take a little dip in the uh, in the ocean, my friends. Are you ready? <laughs> are you feeling a little hot in here? Time to time to cool off because there's a. Commotion in the ocean. I'm all excited about the surfing craze. I packed a picnic lunch. I hope I find a bunch of fun in the sand. I want to get a suntan. Want to ride the surf at 90 miles an hour. Hope you don't get, get sour. If you're freezing in New York, then I follow the stork and headed to the coast to do what I love most. Commotion. Sunburn for my ears. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These oh lyrics man, are so dumb. Oh, they're they sure they're, are. But hey, it's fucking fun. It's it's like the Monster Mash again, but this time for Surf Rock. So yeah. Uh, after this, like he meets a mermaid and she teaches him how to surf. <laughs> but then he gets stung by a jellyfish and he's like, "I'm out." Yeah. <laughs> he tries to teach her English, but he. Gets stung by the jellyfish before he even gets a word out. Yeah, what a what a pointless saga. Uh, <laughs> and then I met this mermaid, but then I got stung the end. Bye. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's so pointless. And then he's you got lines like hope you don't get get sour. Where add another word. At add least one at other word. At least one other word. Like get Jesus. a little sour. Yeah. You could have put any word other than saying get a second time. No, he absolutely was just reciting this like in front of like a fucking Bradley's department store. Just like (laughs) just okay, nope, we're we're good. That's the first first take and we've got it. (laughs) Yeah, I did read that most of these songs only take. Most of these songs were written in about twenty minutes. Um that's yeah, that's being generous. (laughs) I mean this is like Nantasket Beach, like Deadbeat dad band music. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> no, this is worse. <laughs> no, I'd I'm talking about your dad that you like. That like, you know, you don't. You I don't thought you were talking about the band that, that plays at like <laughs> that plays. At the it's a band. Beach. It's a dad band, but it's made exclusively out of deadbeat dads. <laughs> That's I just pictured a deadbeat. <laughs> band in my head dad beat dad, dad beat. beat like discharge but it's like all my dad <laughs> all my dad <laughs> it's just like a middle-aged accountant with spikes isn't that what discharge is at this point <laughs> <laughs> oh dads um so yeah, <laughs> this is no good. <laughs> um, 
it's dumb and it's kind of funny, you know, just to hear him rambling. About, the story is like such a shaggy dog tale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a three panel comic. It's but like, yeah, he's extended be- into a four minute song for some reason. He's, Not necessary. He's excited about going surfing. He meets a mermaid. Like it's got and everything. Then the, but no, it doesn't. Because then, <laughs> no, there's then the ending else. is then like, oh, and then he gets bit by a jellyfish and then the mermaid disappears the that's the end of it it's similar you know we'll get to the wrestling song later but it's <laughs> it's it's kind of the same in yeah, that yeah it's like, all this build up with absolutely uh, no, no follow through <laughs> he doesn't like to see himself succeed at the end of his yeah. stories like what does that Ooh, say about him you know like well, he's we know he's how these, the ending of his story went so like but he <laughs> right. tried every song he tries. Yeah. He tries his hardest, just like he did for this album. Oh. Well, it's just, it's it never was enough. Which was, yeah, 20 <laughs> minutes is trying your hardest. That's like, that doesn't that doesn't say a lot. Yeah, and and, and every, most of the songs concerning. in this are like, are like pretty, stuff in his real life. But then these weird fantasy songs, why is he setting himself up to fail in this? You know, like, is he just, I is know, this just you an can do anything, Dee Dee. Is this just showing you where his mind was at with regards to his sobriety? He was like, even if he was fantasizing about becoming a surfer, he just gives up after he gets stung by a jellyfish. Wow. That is really sad. (laughs) Oh. Ouch. This is a sad album. Yep. uh, But it's like masking the emotions with happy surf music. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun, 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 fun. Gotta overdose in a few years. The hooks are all pretty decent. (laughs) Actually, no. He lived Emotion. a while after this. Well, he died in two thousand two. I mean, yeah. not so he had yeah, another. So th- he had another, another decade, decade or so. Yeah. Um, but the hooks are good on this on this album so far, right? Um, yeah. That's kind of like a breeders. So. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing that we all know that Dee Dee Ramone can do and do well. I would say the raps are probably the most atrocious rap I've ever heard. It's um, it's really barely rap. It's barely rap, but the fact that he like calls himself a hip hop star and like even gets to the point of bragging about being the best rapper of any kind, it's like uh, uh, it's absurd. It's like me saying like I'm the best like fucking like fighter pilot. Like I've <laughs> I've never I've never done anything that would prepare me to be a fighter pilot i have no idea what the job entails yeah. <laughs> and, and also, i guarantee i would fail but it sounds fun crash it and sounds burn. so fun it does, sound, <laughs> it does fun. sound fun and if yeah and if i'm a narcissist that also is uh you know like needs something to transfer all my energy and and uh and passion towards i guess <laughs> i guess rap <laughs> bad being a bad rapper is like one of i don't know it's a thing you can do I would love to see him in like a freestyle rap battle, just like eight, <laughs> get eight miled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ha, go go he from Whitestone to Queensbridge. And yeah, see what yeah. <laughs> yeah. He could. I just see him like rapping, like with a starfish, like dancing along <laughs> the lyrics for this song. Like, <laughs> I just like. Like a Disney sing along. Yeah, this is yes, exactly. It is. It does have a Disney-fied kind of. I mean, there's no like production value, however. Dissimilarly from from. Uh, Disney, they didn't spend a lot of money on the production. Like I kept saying, like I wish this was processed in any way. Like maybe give him some some pitch shifting or some uh, 
I don't know. Or just that make him retake it. That would be anti the Ramones ma- aesthetic, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, but the Ramones aesthetic, at least they could hit the notes and well, be on beat for the most part. Yeah. Like, I love the Ramones, <laughs> but I don't know if that's a wholly accurate statement. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I'm grasping at straws here because <laughs> it's fun, 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 and everything's going to shit. Um, <laughs> I just, I do think commotion, it's a commotion in the ocean. That sounds like a fucking like Diddy Kong racing level or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it is a little like the flippancy with which he says he's the best rapper, and just the lack of respect I that know, he shows. I know for the art form or any not, you know. How it, much do we feel like bad for him, and how much do we feel bad like, for ourselves? He just thinks like, oh, being a rapper is just—I could just do that in a couple weeks, and it's something I can just toss off and write Ugh. these songs in twenty minutes. And it's like I don't know, it's bordering like a little too close to like your drunk racist uncle at Thanksgiving, oh. like just coming over and being like, saying the Irish yo, were yo. slaves too. <laughs> 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 I mean, he, almost. I would have loved to see him try to do like a disco phase. <laughs> yes. Why did we skip the disco? No. Well, yeah. <laughs> we heard Elton John's disco Dance, phase and he, if he can't pull it off, I don't think Dee Dee can pull it off. Once the scene only 17. Every bassist secretly loves disco. Except it, she was actually 16, maybe. Uh, Stop it. All right. Well, uh, moving on. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's hear his uh, vaguely autobiographical um Rap song, <laughs> German kid. Uh, German kid yeah. standing on the street with two cents in my pocket and nothing to eat. Did you ever see a glider soaring in the wind? Bet you didn't know I'm half German. I'm doing rap, not Beethoven. I'm doing rap and I've just begun. Sis mir egal, was du sagst. Ich mache ein Party jeden Tag. Ich hab immer sehr viel Glück. Didi King ist nicht verrückt. <laughs> when in doubt, just start rapping in another language. Yeah. No one will know if you're bad if you rap it in a different language. Clearly. Um, right? That's that's how it works, right? Um What's the translated I was, lyrics of that? Yeah, that's I, what I, I wanna know. I'm wondering if he's like spitting some realness in German, if he's got like the German equivalent of Has like anything? dead in the middle of little 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 did we know that we were rid of with some middle bit it's just as bad. Uh, wait, has anything <laughs> in this album given you any indication that that could be that he would in, ever be capable of something like that? What are you talking about? I just think it would be funny. I it would know. be hilarious, um, but this is no, one of the on many a- songs on this album that like my first note is, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um he, That's Debbie Harry on the chorus. Oh, yikes. Uh, he, he, it's like all about him growing up in Berlin, and it's like, this is the lamest fucking representation of Berlin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Berlin is so fucking cool, and this song is so lame. Nobody from Berlin was like, oh, man, thank God. Dee Dee Ramone is speaking to our experience on oh, yeah. German Kid. Oh, yeah, thank God. <laughs> It's weird because he's just, the chorus is just him going like half American, half German, or like, how does it go? I don't even know. I'm I'm American. American. Oh my God. Half German. 
how could I have forgotten that instantly iconic sing along there? I like that. It's I like the once again it's a good hook, bad raps. Oh no, that's a bad hook and bad oh, raps. Oh hey. It's not good. I, I think me and hey you now. sound just as good as Debbie Harry. Oh my gosh, wait, Debbie Harry H A I R Y great drag name. Just I'm saying. Debbie, you're Harry. <laughs> 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 oh, I wish. I wish we were listening to that. <laughs> Can we do that now or anything what, else? Just do a show about good music? Yeah. I think about it sometimes. <laughs> I think about what that would feel like. <laughs> what it would feel like to smile <laughs> how again. Much, how much would my quality of life improve if I would just do a show about good music? Instead of only it, listening no. to fucking T.D. Ramon's rap album. We, and fucking <laughs> we know what the people want, and that's to participate actively in our own torture. And, so Instead of spending hours just trying to find <laughs> the worst Prince song I possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I bet you listen to a lot of great Prince on your way there, though. So that's always... I listen to a good amount of mediocre Prince well, on the way there. There's, there's a definitely lot a lot of Prince that's I mean, definitely that's really, too good for That's like show. life, isn't it, Michael? He's half American, and he's half German. Yeah, that's the song. That, yep. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's cool. That's it. Good good story. I mean, is Dee Dee like trying to wrestle with his bicultural immigrant identity? Who or? needs 23 and me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just 50% and 50%. <laughs> that's why 50% of the song I am badly rapping in German and the other 50% I'm badly rapping in English. Is he wrestling is with, cl- his, with his cultural, what would you say? His his bicultural uh, identity. No, I don't think he wrestles with anything on this song. Well, I don't think he, he wrestles wrestle. with anything on the wrestling song. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he doesn't even wrestle anything away. on the wrestling <laughs> song. <laughs> I know. He just rhymes like skin with Berlin. I uh, I don't know. I do know it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, dumb. it's dumb and Spoiler bad. Spoiler alert. All right. It's dumb and it's bad. Also Folks, dumb and if German. you haven't, if you can't figure it out from the clips. It is dumb and bad. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's go on to the next one then, shall we? Any, I mean, anybody? (laughs) No, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) I'm ready. We're all all (laughs) more than I've been all over the world. There's nothing like a Brooklyn girl. They come in all shapes and all sizes, and they are the most priceless chicks on the planet Earth. And for what it's worth, I wouldn't trade a Brooklyn bait for all the money Rockefeller made. She's bad, she's bad, she's not afraid. I go crazy over Rockefeller made. Rockefeller made. It's like Rockefeller made. Like he's <laughs> yeah. almost g- getting into like, like Tommy Chong territory. Smearing sometimes. peanut butter on the top of his mouth as he's <laughs> delivering the lyrics. Dave's not here, man. <laughs> he had to do it on his lunch break. Uh. <laughs> like halfway through a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, he must have been man. smearing it on. With all those Arizona iced teas. Uh, he needs a metronome. Somebody get him a metronome. Somebody get him a uh, just a dictionary. Yeah. Oh, God. Anything. Or a thesaurus. <laughs> Not even a rhyming dictionary. Yeah. A thesaurus would be good. A thesaurus. I, I, yeah. I mean. Somebody get him the elements of style. By E.B. White. <laughs> That's by E.B. White, right? Strunk and White. Strump? Strunk? Strump? Who cares? <laughs> We'll cut it. Um, <laughs> Keep it in, <laughs> God damn it. 
There's like all these like kiss the girl like weird like Sebastian esque like whoa whoa like doo wop lines in this Brooklyn baby whoa whoa. He also says priceless chicks at one point during this <laughs> song. Is this song about baby doll? Uh, well, it says a killer on the dance floor, skin tight jeans, and at fourteen she was seeing a marine. Ooh. It sounds like a bad situation. Don't underestimate her. She's hot as a pepper. That is the what? <laughs> What's most offensive? Definitely baby doll. Definitely, yeah, yeah baby, definitely baby doll. doll. Don't underestimate her. Just marry her. Mm-hmm. That poor little rich girl. He says that she <laughs> it was dating also, a marine at fourteen, but that also that she doesn't go steady because she's not ready. Oh, so but at sixteen mm. she's ready to go. She's fine. <laughs> sixteen so now we're good. She just loves him and leaves him. Um, he know. also I don't know. I was like trying to find the lyrics for this, and it goes, "Baby, baby, you're an angel. You're such a." And then it's S star star Y. Is it a mm. slutty angel? A shitty angel? <laughs> I, I think mm. it's got to be slutty angel, right? Wait, is he? Does he say that, or is this just a really mm. weird transcription? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. You know. I definitely brought the cringe for y'all. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Don't underestimate her. She's hot as a pepper. Okay. I know the most like offensive part of this is the fact that like he's like t- objectifying a 14-year-old, but also well, she's rhyming underestimate her with hot as a pepper. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. That's also that's right. very bad. I'm not going to say it's as bad as pedophilia, but like <laughs> I think she's grown at this point okay. in the narrative. Okay. All right. All right. R. Kelly. Oh, Jesus! Whoa, hey, you I'm know. Sorry. Please don't take Guys, my music this off bad. Spotify. <laughs> um, yeah, this but is this is bad. Go on. Yeah, I mean, the, no, I mean, no. <laughs> Next song, roll it. <laughs> Next. Your wife set the ritz with another guy. She's been drinking. We think she's pretty high. We're all scared to death, then we don't know what to do. We thought we'd better get a hold of you. Emergency. Call Mr. D. You know what I said next song? You know what I said next song? I meant hit back twice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, every time it's one step forward, it's several (laughs) steps back here on this album and on Make It Stop in general. We weren't kidding when we said it gets worse (laughs) from here every song. And dark. Yeah, this is he's trying really to get fucked clean, up. and his wife's off at the Ritz, banging some other dude, getting right. shit faced. He has to go in and and get her and pay her bill. Yeah, and then they're calling her, calling Dee Dee, saying um, emergency, like come like, get your girl, come get your girl, like in the hospital because she's like all fucked up and like I don't even know. Yeah, like now listen, baby doll, you've been busted. So again, baby doll. So we know who he's talking about here. It's gotta be this wife. It's definitely about baby doll. And she I should have known that you can't be trusted. That ain't your uncle and that ain't soda pop. I'm just about to blow my top. I'm just about to blow, blow my, my top. <laughs> to blow oh my top. <laughs> like um, I, she's just chilling. Yeah. It's it's my <laughs> uncle. Know. It's my uncle. This is how and I she, say hello to my uncle. She's the one who said, uh, you gotta clean up your act if we're gonna have a kid. 
Oh. Right? Yeah, According that's... Oh, uh, well, song, seems like they might have been doomed from the start. It sounds pretty doomed. It sounds pretty doomed to me. Um, Just like this song and this album, it's like, oh, a promising riff, and then, oh, and we're doomed. <laughs> and immediately... <laughs> Uh, it shows, I said, yeah, thank God, a promising riff. I am ready for anything else than those last three songs. And then, oh, no, <laughs> that shows me for having hope. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, also, a big part of this song is emergency calling Mr. DD, pick up the phone. Why would you call Mr. DD? Does DD seem like he's prepared to handle an emergency situation? <laughs> I mean, it's like, Mr. King. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, like he <laughs> Excuse me, I can't come. I'm busy rapping. <laughs> emergency DD, you have made a rap album. We need to end this. Um, Let's pull the plug. <laughs> but this definitely does uh, not sound like a healthy environment for a recovering addicts. Uh, I would say say not at all. Yep, Didi, come emergency. Your wife's cheating on you and getting wasted and high at the Ritz. But with another guy. With another <laughs> guy. Why? Again, Didi Ramon, last person I would call in an emergency. What is he going to do? Like, just bust out some, like, riffs and arthritic, like, sleepwalk <laughs> rap? Like, what is he? Hello, everybody, and I'm here to... All right, also, <laughs> just looking at the song from the, the Art of Telling a Story... Uh, it's never established who is calling him. Yeah, what? Who has, yeah. Who in the at the Ritz has like phone. tracked down Didi's wife? Yeah, has his number ready to go. This is you know, I'm not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we certainly didn't buy this album. But no. <laughs> sorry, no at, sorry, ass cap. <laughs> uh, you uh, can suck my ass cap. Emergency. Oh. Uh, see, I could be a writer for this for this album. <laughs> We're ready. Um, um, so yeah, they got divorced a year later. Yeah, they did. Or they separated a year later. They got divorced it, a little it bit after that. Turns out, wasn't her uncle. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, but he writes like it's kind of this song is a this song is like a similar story to the surfing one because like is he doesn't go and like like he goes and pays her bill and gets her out of there and he's like you know I forgive you. Oh, that's tragic. Oh yeah, I forgive you. You know I will. Get your coat while I pay your bill. Oh, that's codependency. Codependency. Pick up the phone. God, I would have. Uh, uh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I have like so few witticisms because like honestly, like I mean, he didn't try. <laughs> Why do I have to? <laughs> well it's also we should say this is the end of the story of Baby Doll on this album. The the next two songs I would consider bonus tracks. W again, <laughs> we need to really examine our use of the word bonus in this context because that is not at all what this means. Bonus is is a free toy inside, okay, when you're not expecting it. I'd it's not – oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I was going to say comedic relief, but that wouldn't give it too much credit. Yeah, <laughs> no. 
No credit allowed. Um, well, I, for one, you know, after the heavy subject matter of the <laughs> dissolution of this lovely marriage. <laughs> this lovely I'm ready, marriage. I'm ready to just kick back and relax and enjoy the crusher. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, pronounce the crusher. Great. <laughs> yeah, Can we just listen to that again? <laughs> the Crasher. King of the Ring. I'm a Crasher. King of the Ring. I guess I'm always down for uh, a wrestling song on Make It Stop. I'm yeah. always down for a wrestling, a wrestling tangent. Yep. Oh, tangent I that you're going to ultimately cut on. out of the show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, the Crasher. Um, what... I think we have said before in uh, reference to this song, and also I forget the other one with this, the mermaid, the surfing mermaid, um, is that he builds up to this like big, you know, riff filled, pretty badass uh, fucking, um, you know, chorus. And but the action of the story never goes anywhere. No, he he, he, he doesn't crush fight. anything. Yeah, he leaves. <laughs> Doesn't he like peace out? Yeah, like, he says, here's the lyrics. Started having second thoughts. I was scared as hell. The last thing I wanted was me hearing the bell. I mean, the Russian bear could probably tear me limb from limb. He'd probably grin, be real happy with himself. This is not good for my health. I'm not coming out of this dressing room and get beaten up. By that goon. Wait. He doesn't do the fight Wait, in the so end. Wait, so then he leaves? <laughs> Just like he fucking Listen. gets stuck by the jelly bean and quits surfing. Oh my God, a jelly <laughs> he bean. He can't see through anything. <laughs> he couldn't even do 10 <laughs> rap songs on this album. No, he, he couldn't. do fucking baby he doll. He couldn't even. <laughs> oh, man. Also, like, I like that, you know, Dee Dee, I'm glad that you learned in rehab, like, that boundaries are important, but it makes for a very boring fucking album. <laughs> it's like, and then I met a mermaid, but then she ran away the end. Like, this is, <laughs> go back to Russia. I don't want to fight you. The end. The crush. Also, he doesn't even. Works. Also, he doesn't even rhyme Russia with crush. <laughs> which is a missed opportunity. Also, he sounds like Nick Kroll. In too much tuna, <laughs> like he's, <laughs> his his like Brooklyn uh, accents really coming out when he goes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like he's <laughs> bragging in the beginning about he's got the hardest hold you can put on anyone. He's a lean mean fighting machine. He's like King Kong, and yeah. then he's just like maybe that's no. where he got his name, DD King. Wow, um, or probably from BB King. You know what? Shh. Did you not think of that before? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't think of things. I don't have to think of things. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll just be Dee Dee uh, King. Care, That's I this other guy's name plus my name. <laughs> 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 okay, don't want to get a broken bone or a lump on my head, but also ain't going to hide under the bed. So then what are you doing? Are you just Yeah, kinda... he doesn't wrap it up. He doesn't. He and resolves then that's the to end. fight at the end, but he doesn't do the fight. But no, he just says, I'm the crusher, king of the ring. There you go. Well, I guess that's all I need to do in my life from now on. I can just be like, I do this thing now, even though I didn't do it. And I'm just going to repeat it over and over again. The end. This is actually one of my like 
first like Ramon songs when I was like a kid. Oh yeah, because wow. Ramones did this yeah. song on a later like as a full band, right? Yeah, I had those like little greatest hits, and it was like one of the last tracks like almost hidden on the greatest hits compilation. So when this came on, I was like, yes, nostalgia. <laughs> I got so into it. <laughs> yeah, no, I love I love the like old, you know, swaggery wrestling themed punk. My like dad was in a wrestling themed punk band called the Mighty Wait, Ions and like a thing? that is a thing. Oh it's a thing. Yeah. Um, I already want to start that band. Yeah, they had a song called like The Claw. They had a song called oh Pedro Morales. Didn't they have that song oh George the Animal. George yeah, the yeah. Animal. <laughs> jo- no, they call him George 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 the Animal Steel. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um and yeah. That's fantastic. And they call him Pedro Pedro Morales. <laughs> they call him Pedro Oh Morales. Um, <laughs> they love, yeah. It's it's. That's this tight. is oh why God. I am who I am. Well, your dad's um, version of it was definitely better than Didi Ramones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. That's the thing is that like, even this like if you're taking this purely as a novelty, there's so much better novelty out there. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not even. It's not even worth. It's not worth it. It's like kicking him when he's down. But like, I need to get some satisfaction out of this album. Like, I don't know. What else to do i mean based on the way the song goes like i don't even know if he barely like he sounds like he barely watches any wrestling i wonder right, what just he, like he's never listened to hip-hop yeah. before <laughs> what does he do less of <laughs> yeah, i don't know man what the fuck uh he's yeah the level of just misplaced confidence it just i mean clearly but it i was don't know it's 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 also it's also a lot of misplaced uh lack of confidence well he keeps maybe appropriately placed <laughs> well yeah maybe i mean i guess he's just maybe he's just keeping it real yeah, I he don't know. A lot of us have lived lives where we're like, all. I was going to go out and do this thing, but I stayed home and watched Netflix instead. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess we could make an album like that. that that'd be called Keeping It Real. That but it doesn't mean that anyone wants to listen to it. That might be kind of groundbreaking. I don't know, Would it be? That's going to be my next concept album. <laughs> the beats have to be like freaking epic. <laughs> Um. All right. Shall we? Shall we move on to the ultimate track on this album? Uh, pretty straightforward. Just calls it like sis- he sees it. I want when I want when I want it. You won't make it to the Hall of Fame if those lyrics you write are considered lame. The cut creator, the master of rap. When I strut down the street, homeboys tip the hat. They stand there amazed. They say there he is, the number one rapper in all the showbiz. The funky man is here to stay. He blows those other rappers away. I think that's the first time I heard a drum machine this whole album. Uh, <laughs> he sounds like Yogi Bear in this song. <laughs> no, I was saying he sounded like fucking Huckleberry Hound. <laughs> <laughs> or like Barney Rubble. Like It's probably the same yeah, voice actually, actor for all those characters. Actor, it's guess. all Hanna-Barbera. He sounds like any number of Hanna-Barbera <laughs> characters. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. Uh, also, this is the song where he moves from not only am I going to just am I going to do the laziest, like porous, like pathetic imitation of like what 
I I think hip hop is because I don't give a shit enough to even do the most rudimentary research on what it could possibly be. Um, but then he's lecturing people about not being good rappers. I know <laughs> it's the folly of so many bad white rappers to do this. Oh man, Hester like, Prynne did it. Uh, 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 what's his name? Lil Dicky does it. Ugh, gross. Like, D.D. Ramon is trying to lecture people about being copycats? Like, you're not like, you're, you're not original. You won't make it into the Hall of Fame. Like, no right. one's done what D.D. King has done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And for good reason. Yeah, hip hop was actually invented by D.D. Ramon, by the way. I don't, I don't know if everyone knew this, but everyone else has been copying him. <laughs> you won't make it to the Hall of Fame if those rhymes you write are considered lame. Um. You won't even. I agree. <laughs> Except you did make it in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Dee Dee. Not the hip hop hall. Not of the hip hop. Oh, hall of most <laughs> certainly not. Most certainly, you can have. Yeah, you got what you deserved. <laughs> that's, that's it. Um. Also, the whole thing, like the premise of the song, I want what I want when I want it. I, I can't argue with that. At least he's <laughs> up front. But what does he want? Because he, he actually he wants <laughs> heroin. Oh yeah. Right? He wants to go around the block from the studio oh, and no. get some of that Chinese rock. Oh, it probably would have made a better album. Um, probably not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. He just It's just is not it, you know, it's not it's just not for you, Didi. I'm sorry. No. The Ramones that's something special. Yeah. Lightning this doesn't always strike twice. Yeah. <laughs> TD King. But you did your best, and that's what's important. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But the best. Did you, though? Did you, though? Did you, though? <laughs> did anybody do their best in the production <laughs> of this? I think I if somebody had done their best, this wouldn't have uh, happened. So <laughs> Someone should have done their job and said no. To and Dee said Dee. no. <laughs> said, Dee, Dee, why don't we take up another hobby? How about, like, unicycling or... You know, <laughs> I don't know anything else. <laughs> Let's go get a thrill. Let's go, you know, bungee jump. But don't, don't, don't do this. <laughs> Pump the brakes on uh, standing in the spotlight. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, also, what's the significance of standing in the sp- standing in the spotlight? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, no idea. Um, how many people? Also, I would just want to oh. know how many people bought this. Is it because he's stepped away from the Ramones and the spot now the spotlight is solely on him? Oh, that's it, I guess. Well, we figured <laughs> <way> it out. <laughs> he got he definitely got the cane, the giant novelty cane coming from stage <laughs> left to pull him off after the, you know they turned the spotlight. The album is con- sometimes considered to be one of the biggest failures in recording history. So I actually that's, that's straight from the Wikipedia page, right? Yeah. So I'm wondering. So I'll you know it's real. Yeah, yeah. That's how you know. Citation provided. Citation <laughs> provided. Um. Anyway. Um. Well, yeah. So that's what they say. Right. What do we say? That's uh, a good question. Because um, we've listened to a I lot of bad albums. I think my brain has become mashed potato <laughs> time. <laughs> <laughs> does, how does this make you feel when I mean, compared to a to a speed and bullet to heaven, or oof. when compared to a, a you know northern state? Uh, or uh, Eminem and any of the other rap. We've done a lot of rap albums on this yeah, show. Yeah, I've done quite a few of like rap mixed with rock. Yes, I would say that I had to think the least on this album. Yes, <laughs> even less than Hulk rules. 
Yeah, and I would say this is the uh, similar kind of intellectual uh, sort of caliber as Hulk rules. Um, very straightforward. Today I did the thing, then I did the stuff, and this. <laughs> and after that, I had a beer. The um. Aini con. Aini con. Um. So, yeah, I mean, comparatively, it is it's so dumb that it almost becomes a non-entity like it's kind of it's just a a film that starts to accumulate on the outside of my body. (laughs) And you can uh, just sort of let it wash over over, like, yeah, so to get a suntan. (laughs) (laughs) It's really it's terrible. I mean, as a therapeutic album for. Didi Ramon after getting out of rehab. Um, I can't imagine that this actually made him feel any better. I mean, if you think about it, this was released and then like widely reviled and mocked. And then uh, I'm, I, this wasn't good for anybody. He started playing uh, rock again after this uh, as a solo artist. So, uh, yeah, maybe he just this is just something he needed to get out of his system, I think. Which Right. And now know, it's in is, our system. This and is it's like toxic when you take and it's ayahuasca in, it's and you just I need puke. a cleanse. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm infected uh, with this album. And it's, what do you think, Haley? How do you feel? <laughs> How are we doing? <laughs> uh, I almost want to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> We're listening. <laughs> I mean, we we all know what we're getting into on this show. Our stoppies know, we know. Um, it, it, it's it, the life we've chosen. It's the life we've chosen. It hit a lot of the 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 marks of uh, you know the hallmarks of a terrible album. You know the uh, obviously the '80s as a whole, uh, drug addiction, um, white people who have never been told no. Um, yeah, uh, really awful cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. These tend to you know be recurring themes in our songs. So I, I or in our album. So I think you picked. You know, an appropriate well, a grand oh, slam appropriate for the show. Oh yeah, grand slam knocked it out of the park. Only the best for y'all. Uh, yeah, <laughs> actually, only the worst. Yeah, only the, the worst. The best of the worst. Simply the worst. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's where we're at. Um. So, have we learned anything? Do we want to rate the album? Um, I, think I learned less. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, 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 I'm coming out of this stupider than I came in. Actively dumber. Um. <laughs> So, okay, so Haley, as our guest, you get to choose our quantifier for this album. Of uh, We're going to rate it on a scale of zero to negative five, negative five being the worst, zero being true neutral. Um, and, uh, you know, it can be like for our Kiss episode, we had Gene Simmons facelifts. That was the <laughs> quantifier that we used. Uh, we've had... Uh, Jazzy harmonica solos from uh, Bruce Willis's album, um, Lines of Cocaine. I'm sure <laughs> along the way that was probably the Eddie Murphy album. I give album. this uh, negative four bass strings because <laughs> 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 that's what this whole album was. Oh, yep, could have used some more bass strings. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so why have you given it a negative four? For the sake of that joke. <laughs> 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 no, I would give this a negative six. Um, <laughs> oversized chains. Oh, <laughs> that yep. should not be on him. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a lot of chains. Uh, what about you, Michael? Am I g- rating it in 
oversized chains or am I rating it in uh, bass strings? Because I mean, I'd have wildly different scores <laughs> depending. <laughs> uh, uh, you no, pick. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give this a negative two bass strings. Uh, they've become like that band, the Presidents of the United States of America, who used to play with only two bass strings. Uh, <laughs> but no, this album is uh, is bad. Uh, it's yep. definitely yep. Uh, not bad. good, and it's bad. <laughs> but I did like two songs on it. I liked the uh, the baby doll song, and I liked the one. You liked the baby doll song? Yeah, That's what you're going to leave it was our sweet. listeners with? I thought it with? sounded like I, Jonathan, era Jonathan Richmond. Like I said, I'm being consistent. Uh, and I like Poor R- Little Rich Girl, too. The two songs where he doesn't rap are pretty nice. And, yeah. you know, I would have liked to have heard eight more of those. The eight rap yeah. songs. Then it uh, would have just been a mediocre album as opposed to an actively terrible one. The eight rap songs are terrible rap songs, but they're not the bottom eight rap songs I've heard on this show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I will take this over. Uh, Northern, uh, State? Northern State? Oh, yeah. Any day. I, any I will day. take this over. Um, the new Eminem album. Yep. But uh, Mashed Potato Time is so laughably bad. I actually <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah. there's yeah, there's definitely a level of, of perverse pleasure. It's dumb <laughs> fun at times, but it's like, you know. But it has it, that twinge of sadness. <laughs> Not just a twinge. <laughs> It's like dumb fun, like, you know, play going punch for punch or something. Like, you are hurting yourself <laughs> by, like, going through with it. But it is, you know, there's a little thrill. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Negative two. Do I like this better than The Return of Bruno? I like him about the same. It's a negative Bruno. Negative two. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we rated negative uh, <laughs> negative Bruno? Is that what we, <laughs> we rated Bruno? Is that was a negative That's what two? I rated Bruno. All right. Um, so listen, yeah, this album's sad. Um, I think the like element of like, oh, dumb fun gets quickly overshadowed by like the, the desperation and like the clear, like, you know, like disintegration of like his primary relationships and the fact that like, you know, uh, Debbie Harry like sounds like she's taken hostage. Um, <laughs> and it's just <laughs> being forced to sing along. Uh, contractually um, held by hostage. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I just wish he had done a different, you know, thing or just not done this thing. And, and, um, the fact that we had to listen to this thing and, and talk about this thing has actively made me a stupider, uh, person, <laughs> a less moral person. Um, yeah, uh, it I'll give it. makes me want to drink five Arizona iced teas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And eat mashed potatoes for dinner. <laughs> I, That's my dinner tonight. I am. I am a mashed potatoes. mashed potatoes. I am mashed potatoes. Um, I give it a negative, uh, mashed potato. Negative 2.5 for the sadness and the uncomfortable feeling it gives me in my intestines. Yeah. 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 Just that, like, that tangy, like, pinch of your nerves that, you know, when you're vicariously embarrassed by uh, somebody else's behavior. Yeah, I feel that a lot on, on this <laughs> show. In general. It's a lot of it's a lot of oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. No DD. No DD. No DD. No. All right. Well, we we have to thank our, our guest for I guess. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Whose fault yeah, this all thanks was. A lot. Thanks a lot. <laughs> no, we are so happy to have had her here. Haley Valencia uh, of Wimp. Can you tell us all about uh, your band and where we can see Wimp and uh, get more information on anything that's coming up that you want to plug? 
All right, well, Wimp is a three-piece all-trans hardcore band. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so if you want some, like, fuck the cis music, we're very angry. Very kind people, but very angry. <laughs> but you can check our stuff we'll out. We'll cut you. But <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, we'll kick you with a with spike With kindness. <laughs> <laughs> cut you with kindness. <laughs> that actually would be a great tagline. Um, is that the name of your AFI cover? <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, so what? Uh, what's going on with Wimp? Where can we see Wimp next um, in the world? Oh God, I'm the bassist. They never tell me when the next gig is. <laughs> you just like you, they just kidnap you I the mean, day like, of. They're like, like, all right, get yeah, in the band. Yeah, they just tell me <laughs> we're like to bring the amps. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's No, but fair. our Bandcamp is Wimp for Wimp, like F-O-R dot Bandcamp dot com. So you can check us out there. Yeah, right. awesome. We love Wimp. I know we're playing uh, Sheer Queer Fest in September. Yes. So Wimp is playing and Flo will be performing. Yeah. Shout out to Janelle, your beautiful Shouts wife. Shout out to my wife. <laughs> your s- beautiful wife, Valentine, from the Boston League of Wicked Wrestlers. We got to get her on the show. What do you think yeah, she right? would... What do you think she would want to make fun of? Oh my God, so many things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well we'll 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 discuss that uh, <laughs> off mic. Uh, thank you, Stoppies, for listening. Uh, yeah. Once again, uh, we will have a new episode coming out uh, in two weeks, and that is going to be with uh, Katie McCarthy. Uh, and we're gonna be <laughs> listening to Chuggo. To Chuggo. <laughs> yeah. If you do not know Chuggo, prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. Get on YouTube and just Chuggo's gonna be like really YouTube confused Chuggo. about <laughs> the pick any of them. Spontaneous spike in YouTube uh, inquiries. The, uh, will he the, or is he the currently incarcerated? That yeah. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> so, and then we're gonna be doing a jam band episode with Whoa. our with our friend. Uh, yeah, it's really bad. <sighs> We really don't want to do it, but we're doing that with our friend, (laughs) our friend Mitch Williams, aka Mitchie D. Oh my god! Um, Every song is going to be like 25 minutes long, and you're going to have to listen to albums of that. (laughs) I'm so glad to not be a part of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, why are we doing this again? Actually, don't we make myself that question? Don't we make the rules? We don't make the rules anymore. The stoppies rule our lives. Um, all right. Well, write us a five paragraph essay on Hinder. <laughs> Please Send us a PowerPoint pa- presentation on Graffiti Bridge. Please do. And and uh, and listen like to us. Wimp and like us on uh, on all of the on all the things on iTunes Follow and Google Play and Twitter. Stitcher. Follow us on Twitter. We paid for some follows, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Actually, I didn't pay, but like I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of there's a lot of like <laughs> models with Lincoln profile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't know who they are. I'm sorry, Stoppies. We've sold out. <laughs> we pay to play. God, we're gonna make it big in this podcast industry. All right. Good night, Stoppies. Good we'll night. see you. Uh, see you next time. Bye. Peace. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.